Welcome back to How It's About. We are actually home and our journey has ended. We aren't going to be sharing about that and our feelings around that until our last episode, which is two more episodes away. So we're just filling you in on our travels through Northern Europe. So we visited four countries, Germany, Belgium, the Netherlands, and Luxembourg. And we're going to share about what we experienced there. Enjoy. So first, Belgium. We're not going to say a whole bunch about Belgium right now because the interview actually hashes out kind of a lot of the different stuff we got to do there. But interestingly enough, we were staying with a military family and got to spend a lot of time on a NATO base. So a lot of our experiences in Belgium kind of felt like home. We were, you know, doing familiar things. I think I ate a Philly cheese steak. Um, hanging out with Americans. Hanging out with Americans <laughs> at a bowling alley. They even yeah. made us Mexican food. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We're just thinking, what do you miss? Let's, let's cook that. So they're super sweet and cooked us things that we missed and um, hung out, played some games, just lived life a normal weekend with people that are working all week. It was it was just really fun and refreshing amidst just some of the crazy you know moments we'd had just before. It was so cool to just relax and have a refreshing weekend there in Belgium. And you'll hear more totally. about that in the interview. That is right. So on our kind of tour through Northern Europe, or not really all the way up to Scandinavia, but just these four countries, we had a rental car. And these countries are really close to each other, and they're fairly small, kind of like states. So you're just kind of driving around. And you don't even really notice when you cross the borders. You just, oh, there we are. We're in Luxembourg now. So Luxembourg itself is quite tiny. Um, and expensive. I mean, be- most yeah. expensive gas probably. It actually, yeah, the gas is expensive. <laughs> it is said to be one of the wealthiest countries yeah. in the world. And probably part of that there's is there's castles. So and we listened to this whole uh, YouTube blurb on it as we drove through it. So we kind of felt like we got to experience it. Luxembourg. Even though it was just a... A spot on the radar. Right. Um, so we'll next share a little bit about Germany. We did not get to go um, that far into it, and we didn't really do it justice. But we had one day where we got to take a little excursion to Cologne. And um, so we just drove out there and spent the day out there and experienced some pretty fun things. Well, part of what we did in Cologne was just wander around and look for parking because it's a city full of history which means its streets are narrow and often cobblestone mm-hmm. and parking is scarce so sprung for a parking garage above a mall but anyway it worked out we saw the cathedral in cologne which it's i mean so we cool. were spoiled for cathedrals we've mentioned that before but i would say it's probably in my top three cathedrals um it was so huge yeah. and like it's really stained with kind of like this dark color charcoal looking yeah. yeah so it just looks like something kinda, in a lord of the rings yeah. yeah and it's so tall it's probably one of the taller yes. ones we saw and it just seems like thousands of tiny spires going up so it looks really spiky yeah yeah very very jagged if yeah. that's the right word and the inside just as beautiful as all the other ones mm. expansive open and i just love in general how open cathedrals are to the public i think that's just a great thing in europe uh, you can really walk in most cathedrals as long as it's open hours and you just walk all around and take pictures to your heart's content and often mm-hmm. there's music and cathedrals are just always part of a complete day it's wonderful totally. so got a cathedral in and then we actually it was the swiss uh birthday or swiss holiday of, it was the birthday of switzerland yeah <laughs> and so we happened to go by a vitronach shop and the happiest swiss people oh my you'll gosh. ever meet so kind were 
uh, selling their knives, but also had this massive set of charcuterie delights all over. <laughs> Meats and cheeses, uh, and they just begged us to come in and eat it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and they could tell we were travelers, and they were just the friendliest people, and they, they kept so forcing great. more cheese and meat on us. <laughs> and we were just loving it, and we say, hey, we're actually looking for some German beer. We'd like to try German beer while we're here. And they're like, well, the brewery's like 20 feet away. Like the brewery, always like, oh yeah, the one like that's like regionally famous is Fru. Fru. Yeah, Fru. 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 F R U with the two little dots. I'm sure, H. we're not saying it correct. <laughs> um, so we go over there <laughs> and sit, sit down actually with a German couple. They shared a seat with us because it was so packed outside, uh, and they did not speak a lot of English. So what ensued was a little <laughs> awkward. Uh, just try to have a chat about what they do and what we do. Meanwhile. These spunky waiters, for lack of a better term, are just so funny. constantly bringing these little, like, six-ounce glasses of beer. And you're like, oh, man, six, this is a tiny little thing. And you finish, and they just put another one in front of you, and you finish, and they're, and they're like, you They know, were so sassy. Oh, I, yeah. I felt silly because I, <laughs> I, I sat down, and Justin went off to go to the bathroom, and he brings me a beer, and I'm like, wait, wait, is this, is this a German beer? And he just looked at me, he's like... No, it is an American beer. <laughs> and just walked off. Uh, no explanation. Yeah. He was joking because they serve like the same. It's it's all the same beer. It's all it's the just, beer that's brewed the there. The beer's got one beer, I think. <laughs> Maybe they beer. have more, but that's the one that's going. Yeah. So they just, everybody anyway, is just, tables are full of all these tiny glasses. And that's, you don't drink it in a pint there. You drink it in tiny little glasses. And it was just a very authentic little cologne experience. Yeah. It had a lot of fun. That's and great. we moved on. Yeah. Um, we actually, one of our things that we really wanted to do was go to a Holocaust memorial. And Cologne had a few different things, but one of the things that we found um, that was more interactive when we actually got to go inside was this building called the LD House, which was a documentation um, center for, um, yeah, the, the Nazi regime. So Yeah, it was an SS holding uh, yeah. cell facility. Yeah, so we got to go inside and... Uh, go downstairs into the the holding rooms or the prison cells, really, where people, you know, were crammed in there for weeks and maybe even months in yeah. horrible, horrible conditions. Um, got to see some some writing on the walls and uh, read a lot of of notes and poems and just things that people wrote while they were being held there to be interrogated. Yep. So really kind of brought us into that era yeah. in a way I don't think I'd ever expected to um, just yeah. be that close to these writings that you can see on the walls and mm. you know just what did I do why am I here you know all these questions and, and lots of stuff about revenge and yeah. yeah yeah you just felt the emotions of the people that are stuck in these you know yeah. holding cells and yeah um but it also was an administrative office for a lot of the different, you know, propaganda and things and, you know, very active building. Um, but anyway, the museum is very well done. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, never really knew how to exactly uh, explore the issue while in Germany. But uh, the museum is, you know, just really well presented, uh, clear. We did an audio guide that, you know, explained everything mm -hmm. as we walked from room to room. And yeah, just awesome that the city provided this, you know, for people to come that did want to you know, learn something about that particular time in history. And yeah. um, so we left just with uh, just, I think, a deeper sense of what what we've gone mm -hmm. through, you know, as, yeah. as a human race and good times and really hard times, too. There yeah. was a neat um, sort of display, I guess, or at least installation, because at the very end you go out and you're in the courtyard, which is where many executions occurred. 
And the courtyard is now completely surrounded by mirrors, and it was done by an installation artist who wanted people to go out there and, first of all, of course, feel the gravity of that place and the sorrow, but also to see themselves in the mirror and realize, okay, I am present here now, you know, just kind of coming to grips with bringing this reality home. It's not just this story of a thing that happened, but it's it's present and I'm present and I'm seeing myself in this space. So that was pretty powerful too. So that was our, our time in Germany. The, the country itself is beautiful. Rolling hills, green trees. Yeah, heavy dark forests. Yeah. Just everything you kind of think the German countryside is going to be yeah. really nice. Yeah, we would love to go back oh, and explore a lot Obviously more. a lot more Germany to see. We yep. scratched the surface. Yeah. Just went through a lot of countryside yeah. and did Cologne. Yeah. Um, but the, the kind of big visit that brought us in that neck of the woods in that region was the Netherlands. The Netherlands. Uh, or as they say... The Netherlands. The Netherlands. <laughs> and this happened to get on our radar because we met some awesome folks in Australia. Oh my gosh. Myrthe in Maud. Myrthe in Maud. Okay, that's how you pronounce it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, I can never get the names quite pronounced Just the right, cutest, yeah. most fierce, amazing blonde ladies who are just gorgeous and so adventurous. They had just spent, how long were they in? Australia. Oh, months and months and months. Yeah, Eight long or nine time. Months? Yeah, it was like their gap. Months. Their gap year. It was, it was their gap year. Yeah. Uh, they did nearly a year in Australia, mm-hmm. touring all over, a uh, backpacking, I should say. Yeah, they did their holiday visa. They got jobs as dishwashers. They had a grand adventure. Ended up at Camp Atunga, where we were in Australia, like two or three times because they liked it so much. They yeah. did like a work yeah. away there, just like us. Yeah. Um, so they were work away with us there doing wood chipping and working in the kitchen and (laughs) just having a grand old time and you know before we left the camper actually before they did they're like if you're ever in the netherlands look us up they were so sweet and And lo and behold (laughs) yeah they saw our all call anyone in europe have a place to stay they're like oh come stay with us so so we got to go stay with mechda and her family and oh my goodness it was so cool it was just the sweetest her mom was just the most generous, hospitable, and kind lady. Yeah. We were in need of a mom. It <sighs> yes. had been a long time since someone had just cared us. for us for a minute. And so, yeah, she just yeah. made sure we had everything we needed, cooked us awesome Beautiful. food, healthy food. Yeah. 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 Just we really. Were so humbled. Yeah. Learned a lot about um, Dutch culture and yeah. just got to kind of live that lifestyle for a little bit. And we so went to um, Amsterdam one day that was amazing yes yeah um we we drove there you know most people i think fly into Mikta amsterdam was our um our tour guide our tour guide oh, and she so was she fantastic showed us a grand old no, no. Time. she first of all so we arrived at the house to go pick her up this morning this the morning that we first arrived because we were like okay let's go to amsterdam first day get it out of the way and then we can just relax and we you know set our stuff down in in our in our room and she had put these like <laughs> classic dutch treats on our pillow uh-huh, so there were the stroop the waffles uh-huh. <laughs> we would we would read it stroop waffle but it's like stroop waffle mm. or something <laughs> anyway these chewy i think you can get them at the store here like world market they're like chewy little wafers actually they're kind of big they're oh, like hockey so pucks. good they're so good really good mm, like and then honey filled and so then good. these really salty black licorice things that were really intense i will say that was that was that was exciting because mm-hmm. it was you know the thing but it was really intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. we grabbed some snacks and headed off. And oh, yeah. To she all kinds of music on the she way. She introduced us to all this Dutch music and Marco Barsato, who is not, I don't think he's actually Dutch, but he's oh. like the hit 
mm-hmm. you know, like the, the most popular artist yep. there right now. She showed us some music she picked up in Australia. She shared just a lot yeah. of her journey. And it was so fun. It was an awesome time to catch up. And mm-hmm. Amsterdam itself is really amazing. Um, it's just a fun yeah. city. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's quirky. It's fun. It's happening. There's a lot of people that are moving through on their way places and yeah. it's kind of a stop for a few days for many people yeah um and we got to see it in the daytime which from what i understand is the better time to do amsterdam you know generally unless you're into other stuff but um we had a great time yeah we bought this massive cone of fries oh yeah just the best i mean every every one of these little countries claims to have like the best fries you know but That's i would true. say the best fries we probably had maybe on the whole trip could have been in Amsterdam, you know. It's, it's true. They several were, pounds for not too much really money. Good. I think I actually just felt like I had a stomachache just now thinking about it because I overate. It was, time. yeah, yeah, and we shared, shared one between three people. Lo- it was huge. Um, there were so many fries, but there were also these really good sauces. So you just had to keep eating because the sauces yeah. were so but good. But the main feature, the waterways are so cool. And little bridges, oh you're just walking around. I had no idea there was so much water there that all like the canals are all throughout yep. the city. I didn't I didn't know. Everywhere. And bicycles stacked on bicycles, stacked on bicycles. Just. Everyone. Oh, that's a huge thing about the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Everyone bikes. Mm-hmm. Or, or they would say cycle. Mm-hmm. They say, I cycle to work. And mm-hmm. that's what they do. Yep. It's really inspiring. So we've actually, <laughs> so I, I mentioned we are back in Spokane. We've been trying to bike around. Oh yeah, <laughs> to cycling places. everywhere. We're ins- cycling ins- to work and cycling to yoga and cycling to inspired by the Netherlands. Yes. So great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was. What else did we do in Amsterdam? In Amsterdam, well, I just think that the whole city was so beautiful. When I instantly think, when I think of Amsterdam, I instantly think of the bridges and the flowers and the boats. And the bicycles. Oh. And, of course, the coffee shops. Oh, yeah. Coffee shops. Oh, I finally found Chacos, guys. It had been four countries of looking. Uh, my Chacos died tragically after Nepal. They just tore in half after I did all that trek wearing the second pair of the trip. Mm-hmm. I blew through the first pair and then blew through the second pair and then went several months, several tragic months with flip-flops from Greece that were falling That's apart. Horrible. And they were just flapping on the ground and dragging. So oh, terrible. Yeah. So finally found a store, a Kathmandu store that had Chacos. And I tell you what, it was just like I was a new man. That was so really good. walking all around Amsterdam, feeling like a million bucks back in my good footwear. Oh, just was was cool for yeah. me, too. Yeah, that was that was good. Um, Meta also showed us um, the bench from that movie. Faults in Our Stars, mm-hmm. so we went there and sat on that bench mm-hmm. and read some poetry that people had written all over it. And she just kept producing these snacks, like, all day. She's like, do you need a snack? Here's oh, a yeah. snack. It was so totally. sweet. Oh, we just had a good time. And she took photos with us and photos of us. And we walked through the parks and... Uh, coffees I and Dutch really... pancakes and all Oh, kinds yeah. Of <gasps> the little pancake things. Oh, they were so, so good. So good. Like um, lemon butter on them. Yeah. They're like little donut pancakes. Mm-hmm. They're Honestly, they're kind of like... This is really funny, but she didn't know what Dutch babies were, <laughs> which I think I think this is a pretty common thing yeah. to eat in America. It's like a little flan. It's a little eggy pancake thing that you cook in like a cast iron. She had no idea what it was, but yep. these little pancake things that she showed us were pretty similar. So yeah, I think that's like a Dutch what baby, the idea was. But so. Amsterdam, fun. You could just totally feel the history uh, everywhere. All the buildings, just 
just something just straight out of straight out of a postcard. Really, really fun. Totally. Did not disappoint, and so much fun to do it actually with someone that's from there that yeah. knew us. So yeah. made it all the better, I think. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. So we were actually staying with Myrta and her family for. I think we stayed for five days. They they oh. let us stay a lot longer. And we did some day trips out places. Yeah, and... we went out and back, out and mm-hmm. back, and it was really great. We explored some castles and totally great yeah. time, great it time. Was, in the Netherlands. It was so wonderful, and um, we would love to have them come stay with us in oh, yeah. the USA if totally. they ever have the chance to. So we we just felt so blessed by their hospitality. Yeah, took care of us. <laughs> And now it's time for our interview, where you are going to learn a lot more about life in Belgium. So we're sitting around the table at the Woodruffs. We just enjoyed a really great pizza. And um, they're going to share with us their experience of living in Belgium. So first of all, um, I met these wonderful people um, just by Mariah reaching out to learn some more about how I started my dance studio. And she, at the end of the conversation, invited us to come stay with them in Belgium. So um, Mariah, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing here. (laughs) I am the wife of a wonderful man named Charlie Woodruff, who is active duty and that's why we came to Belgium and I am a dance teacher and choreographer at the local theater here and yeah it was just great to meet you and talk about dance and all that good stuff and we actually our first night here we got to go see her show Susicle which she had choreographed and it's like 90% music and dance it was incredible and she is a fantastic choreographer so good to know you and Charlie what about you I am the husband. I'm, I guess the reason we're here. You're I'm the blame. Duty. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's all my fault. But I'm active duty military for the U.S. Army, and I am a dentist. So I am here to basically take care of active duty soldiers and all their dental needs and keep the fighting force strong. I guess. Nice. Yes. And we are here because of SHAPE, Supreme Headquarters Allied Powers Europe. So cool. And we got to go on base again to see the show and, and uh, yeah, they showed us around. It was really, really awesome. So you guys have been here for over a year now. What has been kind of your general impression of Belgium? I know you haven't had so much time to like really get into the culture here, but just off of the top of your head, what are your top like favorite things about Belgium? Already yes. up there. Yeah. The chocolate is legit. The frites are not that big of a deal. Shh, don't tell Belgium we said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, were, we were told like the fries or the frites in Belgium were like a huge deal, but these guys don't seem to think they're, so. They're not bad. They're fries. They're, they're just like, not crazy. I gotta go to Belgium for fries. That's, yeah, okay. that's not why you should come It's to possible that In N Out's are better. Ooh. I like In N Out's. But the Belgian beer. Is amazing, phenomenal. They have the world's best beer, which I got to try. Which I have some, and I'll let Justin try one. Which is brewed by monks at a monastery. Yes, world's best. I think the location's been pretty fantastic. It's a nice little hub, which sort of feels like the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. So it's still kind of homey, and then we're easy distance from just about any top European destination. So that's been really nice. Yeah, we're we're down the street from Charleroi Airport, which Ryanair flies out of, which you can go all over the place for like round trip, 
40 euros. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. But I think the coolest part about the situation that we're in is we're at a NATO base or part of a community that has 29 different nations that are mm-hmm. on the same team, essentially. And we get to learn and live life with all these different cultures and it's an awesome melting pot of people and I mean that's that's got to be the coolest part mm-hmm. um, the city of Moans has its beauty but it lacks in some but <laughs> I mean Belgium itself is is awesome and wonderful and there's a lot of cool things going on here totally. so it's also nice, like in Mons in particular, you have both city and farm life, so you mm-hmm. kind of get yeah. two different worlds in a very short distance. Yeah, there's of a hor- city. horses and cornfields in your backyard. Yeah, right there. yeah. And cows <laughs> and sunsets and loveliness, and, and then yeah, it's nice. a two mile walk down yeah. into the city center, and mm-hmm. there's gorgeous ancient buildings and a monkey with its head rubbed off and mm-hmm. yeah, anything the normal person would say. <laughs> yeah. The um, Moans monkey is a it's, a it's a little statue of a monkey that you are supposed to pet with your left hand. Like the Blarney Christian. Stone. Good luck. Yeah. 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 We got to go down there and do that. We so, pet the monkey so cool. we're good. Pretty iconic. Yeah. And then there's I think the other thing I like about Belgium is there's always something being celebrated. Yeah. All the time. The festivals are always. a big deal. That's awesome. And it's for anything, everything, anything, all the time. Celebration. Just celebrate. But, oh, I love that. And honestly, the the people that live in Belgium, that are from Belgium, that moved to Belgium, or here for whatever reason, like, they're great people. They're friendly. People. Yeah. yeah. Like, Every single day you walk past no one that you know, but everyone says bonjour, which is like a yeah. good day. It's more than just a... Again, hey, never. how are you doing? And you don't really respond. It's a, hey, like, I hope you have a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And never in the States have I had an experience where every person I pass on the sidewalk has wished me a good day. Yeah. And then, it, not only that, but just in general greeting, even if it is someone you're actually having a conversation with, it doesn't just end with, okay, bye. It ends with, thank you, goodbye, hope you have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> There's really, like, there's no lacking in the positivity, yeah. which is kind of And it's cool. a slow pace of life, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, it is sluggishly slow. <laughs> Nobody's in a hurry, especially at restaurants. Uh, except for we are still in a hurry sometimes, so it really takes the restraint. So that leads to our second question. What have been some of the challenges, cultural differences, <laughs> things that have made it oh, different in maybe not such a positive way? The maybe pace is the one of them. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, we're spoiled in the sense that we... We work on a facility that is predominantly English, but when you do go out to the economy, and typically when we we get a question like that, we, we like to tell the story. When we first got here, <laughs> we we woke up and we're like, let's go see the city. And we woke up and we, and we went down to the city and it was like nine o'clock and there was nothing open, nothing going on. Nothing. And we're like, where are we? I'm sorry, what is happening? Where are the coffee yeah. shops? What, what, Whoa, yeah. This place is weird. It's a big city. And it's just, yeah. no one really starts their day that early. So that was yeah. something to learn. But then oh my we gosh. did finally find a place that was open. And we tried to order a sandwich. And no one spoke English. And we finally ordered a sandwich. And the sandwich itself was just very different. It had corn on it, which was different. It was just... Huh. It, it, I, I mean, that first day was just so many... Lo- 
so many things in a row where we're like, okay, where are we? Yeah, I'd like this to point out that sandwich in French is sandwich. Yes. Oh. So mm-hmm. the That's fact cool. that they could not give us a sandwich when we asked for a sandwich was all the more distressing. <laughs> oh, yes. oh no. it's a hard start. <laughs> like, what do you mean you can't give me a sandwich? It was your, a store called your Sandwichery. Store sign says no, sandwich. no. It was. It was <laughs> 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 so that was a real nice bust to the face oh, of a start here. Gosh. But um, yeah, I think. I think the real challenges for us are not so much related to living in Belgium because we've found our way. Obviously, language barrier, they're speaking mm-hmm. different language. But Everything else is pretty much normal. Yeah. But language in our particular town is a much smaller town. It's yeah. much more local. They're a little, a little more rebellious to try to speak English mm-hmm. to us, even though we're like, sorry, we don't speak French. Do you know English? And some of them do, but they're really hesitant just as much as we are to speak. Right, because they don't want to mess it up, just like we don't want to mess up French. So there's kind of a hesitancy on both sides. Sure. But um, it's just just not as common in our little town as it is, like, if you branch out and go to a bigger city like Brussels, or if you go to northern Belgium, where almost everyone speaks English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they actually enjoy speaking English. Yeah, it's actually it's a really divided country. Yeah. So if you go to northern Belgium and speak French, uh-huh. then they're like, hmm. oh really? You're southern like Belgium. Yeah. Got it. Wow. So, they're actually like, you're American. Let me speak English with you. Yeah. So, so they're they're all about that, but it's pretty divided. Like southern Belgium is not a big fan of northern Belgium. Northern Belgium is not a fan of southern. Yeah. So huh. Wow, it's such a small country. I think our other other struggles are more due to military life. No, it's more so than living in Belgium. We have lived here for for a year year and two months, and we haven't seen our friends and family for for most of that. We have had a couple visitors, which has been great with you guys. And some of our really close friends have made the trip. Yeah. We're finally getting to the point where it's been long enough where everyone's like, okay, we actually have to go out there. So that's exciting, but... It's been fairly difficult, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I miss the conveniences of the states, and I miss my family. The yeah. conveniences, when yeah, yeah, you were asking about challenges. Yeah. There's not there's not the convenience here. You can't you can't decide at any time of day. Let's go grab lunch at a restaurant, or even yeah. go grab something at a grocery store, or grab yeah. something at a grocery right. store. The hours are particular. It's like if every single business in the states was a private family business. Ooh. Who picks their own hours and does their own thing? It's just not predictable. Yeah, yeah. That's so, cool. so when we come back from a trip and it's Sunday and we finally get off the plane and, and have no groceries and in the house, have no groceries in the house because we've been gone for a week, and then we're like, better pray there's something uh, in the freezer. It's, it's oh, nine o'clock. No. What are we gonna do for food? We're oh like, no, uh, crap! Like, right, wow, you're just kind yeah, of out of luck at that point. So, wow. different. so that was a learning curve. Yeah. Now we understand that and we plan way ahead and we always keep a. An emergency frozen pizza. <laughs> or burrito. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's, it's... We miss Mexican challenge. food. Uh, There's that. Yeah. Um, and you make really great Mexican food, yeah. so unfortunately, that's the case. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's mama's recipe. Oh, um, so good. <laughs> but can I backtrack to things that we like? Yeah. There are some really cool things to do in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Like, you can visit Trappist monks. <laughs> Who are making their beer? You can go to one of the top zoos in the world where they're protecting endangered species, which we did today. It was amazing. Um, I mean, there's 
like we said, always a festival going on, always a celebration. Yeah, it's, yeah we still haven't made it out to one of the biggest festivals in the world, is Doo Doo Festival. We're Doo-doo. not kidding. Um, <laughs> Doo Doo. It's D O U D O U. Doo Doo. Yeah, D O U D O U. Which is that's the Dragon Weaver show. Oh, the Dragon. Doo Doo the Dragon. And it is who is fighting the Dragon? Do you know? Is it Saint George? No. Is that right? I don't. I. I'm not going to pretend I know enough about it. But <laughs> okay. it's this huge festival that. We know the, the tradition, not the legend. Yeah, the yeah. Belgian people go to the city center and they have this massive dragon. And, you know, part of it is you're supposed to reach out and grab hair from the dragon. And then with that hair, you're supposed to give it to a friend. And then they're supposed to tie it around their wrist and they have good luck. I guess until it breaks, and then when it breaks and falls off, then they get a wish. And wow. It's just like I, these are things that I I've gathered, and I might have it wrong. So yeah, all yeah, you yeah. listeners out there, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But <laughs> that's the cool. gist, and that's the idea. Wow! So fascinating. For non-military folks, something you have to think about is that there is a twenty percent tax. Ooh. I think it's twenty-two. Twenty-two yeah. percent tax. They call it a tax. VAT, which is. In Belgium, on almost everything, including restaurant food, Uh, those types of things, which they include in the price. But so you'll look at a menu price and be like twenty four dollars for some pasta, twenty four euro. But which uh, is more than dollars. It includes this twenty two percent tax that they have to charge for everything. It includes essentially the wages of the waitress and the servants and like all the like whoever's waiting on you, whoever's cooking your food, because you don't tip in most places in Europe. Unless yeah. it's just kind of like, like, hey, like you did amazing, really here's like one or two yeah. euro, but it's yeah. not like the states. That's it's completely sad. different. The prices, so that's and all. I mean, talking about the good th- good things is, you know, wine is cheap and beer is cheap. Oh, mm-hmm. such cheaper, good wine! It's cheaper than water, so that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Oh yeah, but I guess that fits into the challenges too. You yeah. gotta, which is a challenge. Yeah, you gotta so expect you show to pay for water or keep a water bottle in your car and chug it afterwards because <laughs> if you bring it in with you, they don't like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh that's water. water. Yeah. 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 Water is expensive. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, if you could say one thing that you miss from home. I know you've kind of touched on some of that as we've been chatting about this, but just choose one word. What would it be? I'm gonna... I, I can't really say that in one word. Sorry. <laughs> obviously, like, obviously I, I miss my friends. Let's take obviously, people out of it. Let's take people out of it. Family. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love them dearly and I miss being a part of that. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Like, so much. But... I'd say to be a little goofy, I, I miss La Pinata. It's an amazing Mexican food restaurant yes. in, in Phoenix, Arizona. If you've never awesome. had it, you should. Yeah. Or but just like, Mexican food in general. Yeah, Mexican yeah, food in general. Yeah, up on the field. Does not exist yet. Sure. But or they say it does, and it is not. It's not the same thing. I, yeah. I mean, there's so many things that that I miss. I miss yeah. the food that I'm used to and the mm-hmm. the conveniences that I'm used to, and I, I miss being able to go to a baseball game. Mm-hmm. I miss being yeah, able to yeah, you miss to, sports a lot. Yeah, yeah, watch football on Sunday morning instead of mm-hmm. Sunday night, Monday morning, yeah. in the middle of the night, which that sucks. That sucks. And I miss golfing with my friends, mm-hmm. and I miss. Uh, Urban Family Sours, which is an amazing brewery in Seattle. 
Beer. Yeah. So food. good. Beer, they make food, amazing sours. Your indulgement, you missed beer. <laughs> no, just <laughs> different styles. Different styles. Yeah, yeah. Like, for sure, for sure. The Belgian style is pretty specific, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I could sit here and say a lot of things that I missed, yeah. but... Just I feel like one. I've exhausted my time on that. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> How about what you? What do you miss? I mean, I agree with some of, most, some of those. Uh, I, I miss my church. Yeah. It's hard, like, yeah. to, unless you're in, like, we're in a military situation, so we have an English church option, but yeah. it's not the one for us, and then the other ones aren't in the language, so... Yeah. It's really hard to find, mm-hmm. and that's a big part of my usual life. So <sighs> I miss that. Yeah. Totally. Well, gosh, we thank you so much um, for sharing uh, your your thoughts and experiences, and also just for what you're doing, the sacrifices that you've made to be out here defending freedom. And yeah, no, both of you, both yeah, of you. Teamwork makes the dream work. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, military yeah. spouses do not get enough credit. So I agree. You do so, so much to help me. You do. Aww. I live in an amazing place with an amazing husband. I'm not too hard spent, but awesome. thank you for that. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. we love each other. Uh, yeah. We, we've yes. noticed that. Yeah. So those of you who are listening, if you would um, just pause now and just take a second to pray for the Woodruffs and just, uh, they've got two more years left here in Belgium before they head home. So, um, yeah, go ahead and do that for them. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys. It's been yeah. so good to get to know you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So, in conclusion, we really enjoyed this part of Europe. It was just peaceful, and it, it was just fun to see how everybody's living, not just in the cities. I think it's it's a temptation to only go to big cities, and we did go to a few, but a lot of the time that we got to slow down, whether it be in Belgium or in the Netherlands, um, actually, technically, we're staying in Germany, just on the other side of the Netherlands border. A lot of times, you don't know what country you're in. That's <laughs> that's part of it, too. Um because the countries are all part of this union and it's you know they get along and um it's just fun to really feel like we were part of the slower part of european culture where people are just living their lives and happily biking around and uh very peaceful restful time before the hustle and bustle of paris it was awesome